Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to Notes from Nur Hidayah Welcome to another episode. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. The very fact that we are still alive, the very fact that we are still, you know, witnessing the beautiful month of Ramadan is something that we all need to be appreciative of and it is something that I want to highlight for today inshallah for us to Constantly mention, you know, Alhamdulillah, so gratitude, showing our gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the very fact that we are here today and I am much, much, much more grateful, the very fact that you are here with me today for this podcast episode. So if you have been tuning for um, the longest time ever, then mashallah, thank you so much for the immense love and support. If you have only tuned in to these Ramadan episodes, then I really hope that these episodes continue to accompany you throughout the entire of Ramadan, inshallah. And if this is your very first time tuning in to Notes from Nur as then welcome. I hope that this platform or, you know, these episodes can be of benefit to you in the long run, inshallah. Alright, so we are back with another episode for the Ramadan edition of podcast episodes for Notes from Nur as And as for today's episode we will be focusing on the topic of our attitude towards adversities, okay? And particularly for, you know, the first episode of every week of Ramadan, we will be focusing on certain verses from the Quran that, you know, um, we can delve into, we can reflect into, and inshallah, after delving and reflecting, we can understand better so that we can apply in our lives, inshallah. So, as for today's topic, you know, I thought that focusing on the matter of adversity will be something that is very, very important, necessary, and essential to our being. You know, and especially right now, we are going through Ramadan. And not just any Ramadan, we are also going through Ramadan with the current pandemic, with the current situation, you know, not only occurring in our own country, but it is also, you know, a global concern a global fight in which that to every of our efforts no matter how little it is will bring a great impact to the world so particularly this ramadan we are going through this certain type of adversity and that i strongly believe that it doesn't stop there you know perhaps for some of us we might having the best time of our lives in this month of ramadan and alhamdulillah for that but of course there are you know, certain groups of people or some of us who are tuning in right now who are going through their own adversities and, you know, the very fact that you're going through Ramadan and you are going through COVID-19 and you are going through your own adversity as well. You know, mashallah, that is immense and that is something that, you know, you you require lots and lots of strength to go through it. And, you know, I thought that um, particularly for today's episode, we can focus on that, but not focusing too much on the adversities per se, but focusing on, you know, our attitude towards such adversities. But before we get into the verse, inshallah, uh, let us just have a little bit of a context, a little bit of an understanding to what adversity is, all right? So, particularly if you look at the 
um, dictionary definitions to adversity, it means a difficult or an unpleasant situation. Or it says here a state or instance of serious or continued difficulty showing courage in the face of adversity, for example. And, you know, when we talk about adversities, there are many forms of adversity, okay? There is no one cookie-cutter way to look at adversity. And um, amongst which are, you know, I can break it down into six types of adversities. We have the physical adversity, we have mental adversity, emotional adversity, social adversity, spiritual adversity, and financial adversity. So, um, although particularly today we'll be looking at the verse of the Quran and most probably most of you might see it in an angle where, oh, okay, perhaps this could help with my spiritual adversity. But technically, you know, if we uh, go through the Quran as a manual and a guide from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we can actually have a sort of understanding that actually our adversity, no matter, you know, which category it is, whenever we have the Quran, whenever we have the Hadith, whenever we have the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we can go through any adversity, even though it is not a spiritual adversity. You know, it could be a physical, a mental, an emotional adversity. But at the end of the day, it is all these things that contribute back to our spiritual being, right? So speaking of, about adversities, you know, our troubles never ever define us you know that is what i hope for us to take away from this episode inshallah how our adversities and our troubles will never define who we are but more importantly the way we handle such adversities define us right and you know because of that we need to be aware and we need to have a certain level of understanding to our adversities and especially our attitude to the adversities so that we can overcome them better. And which is why, you know, when we talk about our attitude towards our adversities, it is important for us to identify what kind of attitude should I have in light of facing any adversity in life. Right, so which is why we are going into a particular verse in the Quran which comes from Surah Al An'am, verse 17. Right, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, So, here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the sixth surah of the Quran, Allah says, And if Allah should touch you with adversity, there is no remover of it except him and if he touches you with good then he is over all things competent mashallah such a very very beautiful verse that uh, reminds us that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know is our number one protector and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is you know the one that allows things to happen in life be the good things and the bad things right so particularly in this ayah it reminds us that it is Allah in reality who is the master, the creator of all things, and that he is the dispenser of all gain and loss. You know, and 
he alone brings benefit or harm and that he does what he wills with his creatures, with his creations and no one can resist him and no one can ever resist the things that he has decreed. Right? So this is one important thing that we need to understand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of his nature. You know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not just um, God, the, the only God that we, you know, worship. But at the same time, we need to understand that he is the creator, he is the master. And the very fact that every single thing that happens in our lives is decreed by Allah. And is allowed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, even if you look at this particular verse where Allah mentions on um, when harm touches us or when good or when ease touches us, at the end of the day, He is kulisha in qadir. He is able to do all things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the power over every single thing. So, one thing I want you to note is that as much as we want to focus on the very fact that Allah is the one who allows good things to happen and allows bad things to happen but at the same time when we understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is capable of all things Allah is able to do all things it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always be greater than the things that he blesses us with right for example if we are going through a certain adversity going back to today's topic no matter how great or how great our adversity feels like or looks like or really is when we have the understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatest it only means that Allah is greater than our adversity you know because a lot of times we make our adversities we make our challenges we make our problems so huge to an extent that we feel that there is no way out but every single day even in our prayer we mention Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allah is the greatest but let that not be only on our tongue but let it be you know reciprocated and translated into our actions especially when we go through adversity reminding ourselves that yes our problems might be big our problems might be tough we might be you know pushing and forcing ourselves to do as much as possible to just get through this. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being the greatest that he is. Being the most capable that he is. He is the one who can get you out of that situation. Similarly to how he got you into that situation. Right? So now let us look at some of the technicalities to this verse. Firstly, Allah mentions yamsaska. Right? Yamsaska. It comes from the word. Mim sin sin, right? Masa, which means barely touches, okay? Barely touches. And that uh, we also have a second word where Allah mentions dur, okay? And when it is appeared as bidurin in the ayah, it is a very comprehensive word which includes everything that a person can suffer from, alright? So, and we, if we look at, you know, the root word to dur itself, it means to harm, to hurt injure, afflict, adversity, famine, tribulation, hardship. So, you know, there, there is not, not really one definite answer to what kind of adversity that we all go through. It is always different for every one of us, but it doesn't mean that uh, we cannot, you know, look at it at the same angle, you know, the angle of positivity, the angle of optimism. So, right. 
beautifully okay beautifully in this particular verse after you know Allah mentions that uh, if Allah should touch you with any adversity then there is no removal of it except him so Allah uses the term after bidur Allah uses the term fala kashifala Allah mentions that there is no remover except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you are going through a certain adversity that requires a cure, then know that falaka shifala. Know that there is no cure except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you are going through a certain hurt of an adversity, then know that falaka shifalahu. Know that there is no healer other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when, you know, perhaps if you are going through a certain burden that is burdening you, perhaps, you know, for days, for weeks, for months, for years, know that fala kashifala. Know that there is no elevator, elevator other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there, there will be no one to remove it, to alleviate it, to get rid of the pain in any shape or in any form except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, if we look at this particular verse, right? So, there are two narrations as to uh, the context of this particular verse, right? So, the first thing was that there is a narration that mentions that this particular verse was a reminder to the people that lived during the time of the Prophet wasallam, particularly the people of Quraysh, particularly uh, the disbelievers at that point in time, where... Um, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would like to remind them that the very fact that you are going through a certain harm, it is due to the fact that Allah has allowed it to happen and that no one can remove it except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, you know, at that particular point, there were groups of believers who believed in Allah and there were groups of people who did not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that, you know, they, especially for the people who disbelieved, they believe that every single thing happens because of their own efforts, because of their own um, initiative. Yes, because of out of their own initiative. But, you know, when this verse came down onto the Prophet wasallam, it serves as a reminder to them that to every single thing is allowed and decreed by Allah. And the very fact that whatever touches you is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it touch you in the first place, right? So there is a there is another narration which explains to the context of this particular verse, where you know at that point in time the Prophet wasallam was in a grave, great big difficulty in that point of his life, and you know particularly when this verse was sent down, it was a way of Allah subhanahu wa taala trying to console him, trying to comfort him. You know, how beautiful is that? And when we look at this particular angle that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding the Prophet sallallahu it is also a reminder to us, you know, that Allah will put you in some kind of trial or in some kind of situation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will surely test us. You know, it is mentioned a lot of times in the Quran. But, you know, no one can bring us out of any single trial, of any single adversity except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right so you know if Allah barely touches you with any good then he is able to do all things you know for example uh, if we are looking at no matter how little the goodness is 
it can become bigger and it can become greater than what we can uh, ever imagine because then again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is capable of all things right but at the same time no matter how big of an adversity that befalls you and when you have this understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is capable of all things the bigger you know the the, the bigger the adversity that you have, it can become small, it can become something that you can overcome with the help of Allah due to His capability, right? So particularly with this idea, it you know, it sort of shapes us and it sort of forms a certain belief that, you know, that sheds, you know, that sheds the dependence of the creations and the reliance on the creator alone. Knowing that no matter what adversity that I go through, as much as the creations can help us, but the one true help that can ever help us overcome the things that we are going through is the creator alone. Alright? So, and one thing that I want to highlight here is that, um, however we look at this verse at the end of the day this verse will push us to become someone of optimism you know someone who is optimistic in things and optimism is not the same as wishful thinking okay why because you know basically the difference between having that optimism is that um in which you are much more positive in the situation Whereas when we talk about, you know, merely wishful thinking is that it involves laziness and that a person would not exert himself, not strive for the better good. But then again, optimism entails striving, exertion and beautiful reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So um, in the face of any certain kind of adversity, our attitude towards such adversities is very important and what kind of an attitude that we want to have while facing such adversities is the attitude of an optimistic person right optimistic person that continues to hope optimistic person that continues to strive that continues to exert and that continues to rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because as mentioned in the verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is capable of all things right and you know at the end of the day it is very human to want the easy way out out of any situation or out of any adversity you know sometimes the thought of wanting to be optimistic really is draining really is a lot to take in but you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what we are capable of handling and he may at times decree a more arduous path for us than we would one out of his infinite mercy and wisdom for our own benefit so we need to con as much as we need to constantly have that reliance on allah at the same time we need to also think good of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and i really want to share with you a hadith where you know it is a very beautiful hadith when we talk about adversity it's a very long one but i will try my best to uh narrate it to you as best as possible Okay, but roughly, if you know you listen through this particular narration, you you will see how beautiful of you know an attitude a an optimistic person has. Right, so it was reported from Abdullah ibn Abbas that there was an occasion 
where the Prophet wasallam and I, I, i.e. Abdullah bin Abbas, uh, mounted a ride. He asked me to sit behind him. After having covered some distance, he turned towards me and said, You young man. I said, Here I am, Ya Rasulullah. Can I do something? Then the Prophet ﷺ mentions this to Abdullah bin Abbas, okay, which is a very, very beautiful reminder. He said, he saw said, You remember Allah, Allah will remember you. If you will remember Allah, you will find him before you under all circumstances. You recognize Allah when you are in peace and comfort. Allah will recognize you when you are in trouble. When you have to ask, only ask Allah. When you need help, seek help only from Allah. Whatever is going to happen in this world has already been written by the writer of destiny. If all those created were to combine and try to bring a benefit to you in which Allah has kept no share for you, they would never be able to do that. And if they all come together and try to inflict a harm on you, which is not in your lot, they would never become capable of doing that. If you are sure of being able to act patiently, then do just that, by all means. If you do not have the strength and ability to do so, observe patience, because there is great good and barakah in remaining patient against what does not go well with your temperament. And understand it very clearly that with the help of Allah is with patience and comfort with hardship and prosperity with adversity. So this is narrated by um, At-Tirmidhi and as well as in the Musnad of Ahmad with sounds chain of authority. So, you know, although this particular hadith, this particular narration is very long, but don't you see how comforting the words of the Prophet is and how he constantly reminded uh, Abdullah ibn Abbas on the importance of con- continuously having Allah in our adversities. And when we talk when we talk about the attitude of optimism towards adversities, it is also in seeking help only from Allah because He is capable of all things and to understand that if the whole world were to come to you to afflict harm upon you and that if it is something that Allah does not allow to happen, then it won't happen, right? But if the world would want to come together to give you a certain good, but if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not decreed for that to happen, then that would happen, right? But then again, we need to constantly um, have the understanding that, as mentioned by the Prophet ﷺ, with the help of Allah is with patience, right? And comfort with hardship and prosperity with adversity. So, you know, as I as I mentioned earlier, how uh, this sort of attitude or this sort of thinking will help shape the dependence on the creations and to focus more on our reliance to the creator alone. And just one final reflection for this particular uh, episode is that don't you agree that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has indeed taken care of us at all times? If you start to think about it, it's, it's, it really is beautiful. You know, the very fact that you are, you, that you are still here and no matter how 
much or how many of the difficulties that you have experienced along the way, especially on days where you felt that you thought that you couldn't go through those days, right? The very fact that you are still here, you know, yet in our lowest moments in time, it is easy to forget all that Allah has already blessed us with and all that he continues to bless us with to the point that we take blessings for granted, you know. Such lenses or such ways of pessimism can only lead us to, you know, see the glass as half empty. But then again, we will always want to see that, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to feel our glasses half full. And more greater for us to have that gratitude that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with a glass in the first place, right? Because there are people who have not even blessed have not even been blessed with a glass and how could they even talk about feeling the glass half empty or half full without having a glass in the first place so you know particularly to end today's podcast episode is to remind all of us that you know instead of focusing on increasing our attitude in despair why not we have an optimistic attitude to increase in faith and in turn May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to see that His plans are always the best for us. All the adversities that we are going through are for us and not against us. And so that, you know, we are constantly reminded that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is capable of all things and that no matter how great of an adversity that we are going through, Allah will always be the greatest. Inshallah. Alright, so that's the end of today's episode on our attitude towards adversities. I really hope that this episode has been of of benefit to you, inshallah. And I hope for you to tune in for the future episodes. Okay, the second episode for this week of Ramadan um, will be focusing on the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as I uh, mentioned in my IG stories as well as on the previous episodes and I hope for you to tune in on that, okay? And at the same time, shall you have any notes that you have taken down or, you know, the very fact that you have benefited in any single way from this particular episode, please feel free to share with me. Please feel free to reach out to me, share your notes, share your points, share your um, feelings or perhaps takeaways from the episodes. And if you find this episode beneficial, please, please, please do share it with your loved ones, your friends, your families, and um, anyone that you feel that can benefit from this particular episode, especially that we are going through this beautiful month of Ramadan, inshallah. So if you are tuning in to this very moment, and I truly appreciate it. Um, may Allah SWT bless you for your constant love, your constant support, and let us all you know, maximize the entire month of Ramadan with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter where we may be, inshallah. So, yep, I shall see you in the next episode. And assalamu alaikum. Take care, guys.